Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Jess. And this This is I'm I'm Trying My Best. That was good. We harmonized. (laughs) I was trying my best. I'm trying my best. Okay. um, Let's start with. Things that, that made, made us cry. cry. Wow. I said we, us. You said me. Oh, sorry. Things that well, ma- <laughs> it made me cry. So okay. we cried at some of the same things. Yeah, we did. Okay. You start. Okay. Um, so I was just trying to Marco Polo, our mom, like casually. I was just trying to tell her like, hey, thanks for being such a good mom. And I started crying. I started crying. Because I was just like, wow, she did a lot for us. And the holidays had to have been stressful. And No Amazon Prime. No. No Pinterest. No. No grocery pickup. No. Like so many of these amenities and what's what I'm looking for? Conveniences. Conveniences. The modern day conveniences. We lived in the Midwest. <clears throat> there were like ice storms happening. Everything would get iced over. Sometimes we had a dog that was running wild in our backyard. Um, and we just had, had, we still have the most talented mom. She's just, she makes it so she magical. Tricks, yeah. She like tricks me into thinking motherhood was so easy and not even a big deal because she made it look effortless. Like she is super mom. For real. Who else can have four kids in a row? Boom, boom, boom. And like still wear high heels and do her hair. And she her lips always looks flawless. Lips yeah. and the eyes. Yeah. And the hair. Someone she still once always said, looks someone flawless. Someone once asked me, they're like, is that your mom with like the lips and the hair? And I was like, well, everyone over there has lips and hair. But yes, mine is the one with like the lips <laughs> and the hair. She anyway, always looks so beautiful. She was just Still very, does. like, yeah, she just, like, has her little dimples and her smile and just makes you feel happy and bubbly. Anyway, I was just trying to, like, say thanks <laughs> for, like, birthing me and then making everything great. Um, and I got all emotional. I just cried all over the Marco Polo. And I was like, it's fine. I'm fine, Mom. <laughs> Don't worry about me. But thank you. Well, it happened to me a couple of days later watching home videos because I watched one of our brother's birthday. Birthday. It was his was he eighth turning? birthday because it was the year 2000. Such a tender age. And it was... A it bunch was, of boys. Yeah, it was a bunch of boys. But like... No, we got to invite the number of people we were turning. So he was turning eight years old. He had eight, eight friends. Plus you and I were there yes. and David. Also, there was like the sibling clause, which meant if... That's why I think Ryan Thomas was there. Ryan Thomas and Jason Thomas. <laughs> yes, because hello, they have like a sibling that's close enough in age, so they should just be encoded together. Yeah. But it was, I feel like in today's day and age, we see these children's birthday parties that are they're just so, so lavish. Like so, they're incredible. Like yeah. if you love throwing a fun birthday party for your kid, like you go for it, right? But that can also be just so expensive and also stressful and stressful. Oh. And my mom made this so fun. I'm telling you, these boys were on cloud nine. They were hyped. They were so hyped. They had a Nerf gun war in the basement, which we already had Nerf guns. Barricades 
And like, what more do you want? They just had yeah, they had blankets over bullets, blankets over furniture as like their barricades. They had a war, and my mom baked the cake and put a football helmet on it. That. Daniel probably already had just a helmet, yeah, just but one of those mini helmets. Dug it out of the sports memorabilia. And she hung up balloons and streamers, and like it just reminded me to like. But then she played. But then she yeah, was but involved. then she was she was she and was I, present. It got me thinking like our kids don't need crazy things thrown at them. They just want us to be there and like be involved and be excited and be hyped. They want a fun facilitator, not like a fun dictator. So if you are being cuckoo bananas about the decorations, like your eight-year-old doesn't care, I don't think. I never, I was, I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you just want to have a party. You want to eat cake. Shoot someone in the face and pop their balloon. And that can be hard as a mom because you're like, don't get cake on the floor. Like, just keep me on the table. Like in full fun mode. But you just, yeah. It was it was fun because in one of the video clips, she's up dancing. Just with all these little boys. And she's like 30-something. Like, she's young. She's this young mom. She's up dancing. And then she sees one of the kids is like sad in the corner. And she just like snaps into mom mode and just goes over and is like consoling him. And I was like, that's just... That's our that's life. Cool. Like that's yeah. that's what we do now. But yeah, can we talk about so how hard it is good. to lose though? Like I one time got out in musical it chairs. Yeah, I had to hold my tears in. I was like, I'm tough. I'm fine. I wasn't fine. Yeah, it's hard, especially it's so at a birthday hard. party when you're having so much fun uh, and then you lose. It was someone fun. To lose. Someone took your chair. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, we both got emotional a few times this week just thinking about our mom. Yeah, how awesome she is. Still is. A lot of effort. Always has been. She threw me the best Camp Jenny birthday. <gasps> that was such a cool birthday. Yeah, it was. She, she, one, like, when I turned 11, she sewed pajamas. She, ha- she sewed pajamas. for all. I had 11 girls over, probably. And, and she sewed she pajamas, sure matching pajamas had. for each person. She's incredible. She's incredible. That's incredible. Amazing. Uh, maybe that wasn't my 11th. That might have been my 9th. Because I think my 11th, That's I had a Tinkerbell birthday party. nine pairs of jammies. Yeah, it's still... She made, I don't even know how to sew one. sponge-painted Camp Jenny onto... What, how, if that was my 10th birthday, 11th birthday, 11 shirts. It would have been your 10th. Because it was that same year, wow. 2000. Yeah. Mom. Thank you. You made You're us amazing, cry. <laughs> um... Also, Dad was there, too, making things amazing and fun as well. We talked about him last week. He, They're both great. We had awesome parents. We, we still, still have, have awesome parents. They're, still, they're, still, they're still so awesome. I was chuckling at... I just watched a lot of home videos this week. Very nostalgic. <laughs> but I was chuckling at one of my dad playing with us as children, and we are just jumping on him. We're just jumping on him, and he's yeah. just wrestling us, and he literally does that now. With Jonas. Yeah. Jonas will just jump on him and he just wrestles him. And it's 20 years later and he just plays with the kids and it's just so fun. Yeah, he's like a jungle gym. It probably hurts. Jonas is yeah. a heavy kid. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Ruby? She's, <laughs> they're the same weight. <laughs> they're heavy. But we're just, we have been sentimental about our parents and we know not everyone is as lucky and so no we uh, yeah we, we hit the jackpot we really did we really did 
So that made us cry this week. Gratitude tears. <laughs> Cried a lot about how awesome our parents were. Um, so is that your what made you cry? Are we sharing it? <laughs> Sorry, I should have said what made us cry. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll stick with that. More things made me cry, probably, but that sounds like a good, a good sound off. All right. There you have it. Thanks, mom and dad. You make us cry. Just kidding. So, moving along. Things no one told us. <laughs> me? <laughs> Who were we talking about? Oh, me or us. Yeah, things, things no one told me. Things no one told me. That's what we're going to talk about today because I thought of a few things and thought they'd be funny <laughs> to talk about. And some kind of not so funny. Um, but let's let's jump right into it. I have a little list here. The first thing that no one told me is that peer pressure, like the drug peer pressure, is not what your elementary school teachers made it seem like. Yeah, the D.A.R.E. program was like pretty <laughs> intense. They made... The drug users look very scary. Yep. Like and it behind, turns out behind the playground, and they'd be like, "Hey, come smoke cigarettes." And they had like collars on, ch- yeah, with the <laughs> spike collars, <laughs> spike collars, all black, makeup, lots of eyeliner, mohawk. Yeah, probably green hair. I don't know. Which you know what? People who look like that probably really nice. Who knows if they Super use drugs nice. or not? But talented. Those those Have videos made them look scary. scary. They made yeah. it very obvious when and it made it seem like they were like very interested in sharing their drugs. The drugs cost money, and most people don't really want to just like sprinkle them around the playground. Yeah, I they're think. not gonna sit there and be like, "Come do this with us, <laughs> hey little kid." <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. What happened to me really was just kind of like it showed up. Yeah. It just showed up and you were like, whoa, people do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's true. I don't think anyone ever sat there and was like, you should try. Like, you should try. No. People were always super respectful of me, actually, when I was like, I actually don't. I don't drink. I'm Mormon. I, <laughs> Which we don't use that term anymore, but. Um, people were most like for the most part respectful. I don't think I had no, I didn't have people were like, do it. Come on, do it now. Try it. Yeah. Like that wasn't the peer pressure. It was just the fact that everyone was doing it and you weren't. Yeah. And they made it look fun. Yeah. The peer pressure was much more subtle. No one came in with a collar and spikes on it and made me. (laughs) From under the pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) hey, you should leave this football game and come do drugs. Nope. No, no, no. I think it's a it's even like full a, house made it look a little uh, more intense than it actually than was. it actually was. Um, on those same lines, like Halloween candy, I feel like we were made to believe all of our Halloween candy was injected with heroin. I don't yeah, know. Check we, all of it. Like, there's definitely PCP on all of your Tootsie Rolls. No, I really don't think there's anyone sitting at their house. Like, yep. I'm going to drug a bunch of I'm going to drug kids. the children. I don't think this so. This year. For fun. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe there is. Maybe we should make light has... of this. Someone's going to be like, my uncle's cousin, his dog, <laughs> ate PCP Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> so sorry about your pet. So sorry about the dog. I want your dog to be okay. 
Um, no. <laughs> I think your down laters are acid free for the most part, you know? There's like citric acid. <laughs> Not good acid. Sorry. <laughs> Not different good acids. Acid. <laughs> What's in there? The good or the bad? Good and which, acid which is which? Like, how do to... we how do we define which one's the good? Um no, yeah, I think when you're a kid, just the whole world of like what drugs, drugs are for sure makes like it shocks you. And even even as an adult, like I remember a couple years ago. I don't know. I was home for something and like seeing some old high school friends and someone's name brought up and they're like, oh yeah, he does coke like every day. And I was like, wait, like, cocaine? Like, (laughs) like people do that. Like, even now I still get shocked that like people just do drugs. Like, that's crazy. No one told me that people would just do them as an adult. Yeah. But uh, they made it seem like. Along those same lines. Yeah. That it wouldn't. (laughs) That you can't be a casual drug user, right? Like, it's all in or nothing. Yeah, that yeah, which is the case for some people. people there are people with very addictive personalities who yeah, yeah, do spiral. But and I don't know. Like, <laughs> I've never done cocaine, so I like don't know. I don't know what that's like. But um, I just. Yeah, that was just one of those things no one told me. No one told me just like as I was wearing my drug-free ribbon <laughs> in fifth grade, what you were. I mean, that my teachers were probably smoking marijuana. Oh yeah, I remember when a when a classmate of mine was like, "Oh my my dad smokes." Occasionally, and I was like, "Your dad's a lawyer," and she was like, "Yeah, well, like, there's a reason he keeps it in the back of his closet, type thing." And yeah, that was shocking. Yes, shocking. We, I mean, yeah, it happens. No one told me it happened. We also grew up in a very conservative family. Very yeah, conservative. So it wasn't like, "Hey, people might be doing this." It was like, "No, absolutely zero tolerance." Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused on all of it. And it's funny, like Nixon came home from school after like drug free week. Drug free week, yeah, and was like, don't eat drugs. And I'm like, well, you don't usually eat them. But like, <laughs> yes, right idea. Correct Amundo, bud. Don't keep eat thinking them. about that. Don't eat them at all. <laughs> right track. Yeah, he's like, don't eat cigarettes. And I was like, nope, yeah, you get very sick. Don't eat cigarettes. Yeah, do not, don't you dare don't eat, eat a cigarette. Don't eat Oh, yeah, so that was number one. <laughs> that was the first one that popped into my head. of like, things no one told me was that. On a, on a lighter note, no one told me that low-rise jeans were so terrible. Oh. Like, trends in general changed so much, but low-rise jeans were not it for me, I'm for my so body I'm so thankful type. for high-waisted jeans. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know who I just, every night I pray in my prayers that she will get on the high-rise jean trend. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. I know. You know what? <sighs> to be fair, she is the queen of low-rise. Like... She's so beautiful. I just... And she's been rocking it for so long. It is one tricky. Time, one time I want to see you in like some mom jeans. I remember. <laughs> I recall when 
flare jeans were going out of style and skinny jeans were coming in hot and I was so scared of them. I, I was not wearing, gifted teeny petite calves. Like no, I remember wearing flare jeans with like those Birkenstock slip-ons, oh and the gosh. bottom of the jeans would be like <gasps> so wet. They'd be and wet, wet and ripped and <laughs> ripped. Yeah, yeah, and like a North Face. Oh my gosh, yeah, a fuzzy North Face. <laughs> in my pink bag. Oh, no, just I had like a tote. I would carry. I didn't have a backpack. No wonder. I'm all lopsy-sided now because I had a tote. I think I tried the tote for like a second. And I was like, this blows. And I was and like, I, I'm sticking to it. Beauty is pain. It's like in 21 Jump Street when he's like, one strap it. He's one like, strap it. too strapping it. It's too strapping. <laughs> oh. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah, but trends aren't forever. Like They're not. And they always freak you out. They're so scary at first. They're so... When I, when I first saw Mom Jeans... I was like, those are cute on her. And then I got my first pair and I was like, ah. Like it, I'm like fully, I have fully embraced the mom jeans. Oh yeah, I'm wearing them right now. Me too. They're so Look good. at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But trends change. Eyebrows change. Ooh, eyebrows have so changed. I went from little skinny bitty sperms on my face to <laughs> more bushy, you know? I just was not blessed with good brows at all. Thanks, Dad. I really had to fill them in. But, um, yeah, uh, brows, what else? I used to do, like, a full Hair. eye look. <gasps> Hair, too, yeah. The uh, the side part to the middle part was Ooh, a big... yeah. That, that was, was a, a big, big one. change. I'm, I just only do the middle part. Yeah. I, I think I side parted okay. it, a, like, a couple weeks ago because you're supposed to switch up your part. Good for your well, hair. I can't. Like both sides and the middle. Like switch it up. Isn't that wild? I'm going to do it. So like you do one side. A, do a well, side you, no, So you do it in the middle. And then on like day three, you're supposed to swoop it to the side. And then like day five, you're supposed to swoop it to the other side. I can't you dry, do that. I, get I can't so go sweaty. other side. Other side doesn't work for me. I get like two, maybe three days of hair. And then it's just full of dry shampoo. I really need a lot of hair washing. But no, you're supposed to switch up your part. It's good for it. Well, it was very scary to go. I went. I was very, very, very like hard side part in, you know. We both were. I oh, saw like a bald spot from it. Oh, nine. <laughs> and then um, switched it to the middle and just tried and to just never like back. Ombre was very in. So. Ombre, and then it turned like balayage, which yes. is still in. Balayage is still in. Yeah, like baby lights, stuff like that. Yeah, but it's like low maintenance hair. Also, like the prior smudge. to ombre, chunky, chunky oh, highlights. Oh dear, that was quite a Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson really Kelly Clarkson, set the <laughs> Unfortunately, was a big influence in my life. She looked so cute on the album cover. She had like the sleeves that were kind of like yeah, yeah. She was and her like hair, this her chunky highlights. You American know? Idol, Texas girl, woman, and I was like, I would like to do that. So she had like drove me to the salon. So many colors. I remember and a zigzag part. It was the it was school like, we went to. The beauty school. We went to a beauty school, and I sat down on that chair as a seventh grader, or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, Hello, Kelly Clarkson is Please. what I would like to have done to my hair, not the Rachel Kelly Clarkson. She did it. You had very chunky. It was not great. Very tricky. And then I went from that to just a lot of blonde. A lot of. You went pretty blonde. 
Yeah. And Ooh. then you went black. Yeah. Then I was like jet black for a while. And then Ooh, mom didn't yikes. want me to dye my hair for a long time. So I had to do it. Yeah, in because she was like, look at Jen. Look at what's, hap- <laughs> look what's happening over there. The roommate roommate commercial. That was a vine. But it was from the it was okay, from the drug commercial. Back to the drug thing. Do you guys remember the commercial where the kid, the teenagers were like deflated on the couch? They're like, drugs will do this to you. And then you're deflated. And they were deflated. There was a girl who made a vine about it that was like, you doing okay? Hey, <laughs> roommate meeting. <laughs> you're freaking me out. <laughs> we'll post a link to it. It was, it was funny. It's funny. Um, anyway... What else yeah. did no one tell you? Well, well, so I kept putting red in my hair. I kept doing like auburn hair colors. Was mom like cool with that? Was she like, yes? I think she kind of was like, I don't have control over her because <laughs> she has a driver's license and a job. So she can do whatever she wants. She's a free woman. Um, But like red is just not my color. And I just really kept putting a lot of red in it in high school. <gasps> I've just remembered another trend. Ooh, it haunts me. Gaucho pants. Why? So comfy though. Ew. <laughs> I never felt comfortable. I never felt okay in the gauchos. They were really in. Yeah. All right. No one told me. Motherhood is just so unique. Everyone's going to tell you. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Motherhood, pregnancy, childbirth, whatever. They're all going to tell you their story, and you're going to hear a billion stories, and yours is going to be different. Yeah. Your experiences. No one told me motherhood would be the way it is because no one has experienced motherhood the way I have. Yeah. With your children in your circumstance. Yeah. For sure. And that, that takes, I feel like that was a pride thing for me too. I mean, I've only been a mom for like four and a half years, but I felt like people didn't tell me how hard it would be enough. So that I took it upon myself to tell other people how hard it would be. And like for some people, it's just not hard. Like some people it's not. And like, why would you want to set them up for that? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, why didn't anyone tell me <laughs> it would be it's, so hard? It, yeah, motherhood is so tricky, so hard. It's also so wonderful and magical. It's like the little moments make up for all of the terrible ones. It's so true. It's, I think. In my in my experience. Yeah, it's it's just like the craziest thing you'll ever experience. And I think I've had to come to learn that like... I can't tell someone who doesn't have children or like what it's going to be like, what it's going to be like. Yeah. They're also totally different from you. Like, yeah, I, sorry. I can't tell you how motherhood's going to be because you might thrive in motherhood than me. You might really hate it. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Yep. I just, I was talking to Faye about the hardest and best thing you're ever going to do because that's how I feel about it. Like it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. But I would not trade it for the world. Yeah. I feel so lucky to have those boys. Like, yeah. I get to be their mom. Like, I get to be, like, their son. Like, they orbit around me. Like, that's so freaking cool. Yeah. But also, that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Sons get really tired. The sun, like, the the sun just got to shine on. <sighs> sun doesn't yeah. get a day off. Really doesn't. Um, <laughs> no, Fee and I were talking recently, and I was like, I just, I hope Ruby follows her dreams and does whatever she feels like and just doesn't feel like she's limited at all and whatever her career aspirations are and he's like okay but she might just 
like she might want to be a mom. She might want to be a wife and a mother. And I was like, well, yeah, obviously, but like, I don't want her, I don't want that to limit her in any other aspects of her life. And he was like, okay, don't, maybe don't project your concerns, your life, your like view of motherhood onto her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, true. True. Well, that's just it. It's like, that's like my little perception of. Can you imagine if our mom was always like, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I was saying she always say like how terrible and hard motherhood was. She wasn't ever. She never said that. She never said that. No. She always seemed very grateful to be a mom, but she like she was mom. She also had a very favorite stage. She makes no secret that like infants are like she likes babies, but she kept her personal emotions private with dad. I felt like yes, that she didn't just like when. You were being a troubled youth. Like, I didn't know. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. Like, I, like. Yeah. It wasn't. She didn't discuss it with anyone else. She didn't, like, she just. And yeah. I, I am thankful for that because it wasn't projecting. For sure. Adulthood. And, like. That, that. Yeah. She protected, I think. She got that private out of respect for me, but also out of, like, protection for you guys. Because you don't need to know, like, hey. Jen's going to go to counseling. But then when <laughs> I was like, Jenny's moving to a different place. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's have a conversation. Yeah, then we had to talk about it. But, and you know what? That's, we, we'll talk about no, that No, I feel like it was just so, yeah, it was just so good. I never heard, I want to say, like, I never heard mom complain about being a mother. But, like, I like she would get frustrated with us because we misbehaved. For sure. Or but like, I never if, heard her say, like, motherhood is the worst thing I've ever done. Like, no. I remember her getting frustrated and being like, you guys need to pitch in. You guys need to help. And now I'm saying those same things where I'm like, come on. Come Mom's on, Mom's words come out of my mouth Constantly. every single yeah. day. Me too. Every single day. Where I'm like, nothing on the floor but furniture. And Man, I'm the like, only one who knows how to load the dishwasher in this house. <laughs> this is full. The trash is full. Come on, guys. Stop putting things on the side of the trash can. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's just funny. But, um, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. As a parent... I feel like I've definitely, I have pretty, I've been pretty open about how like, I don't feel like mother, motherhood doesn't, motherhood alone, doesn't at least fulfill. not yet, has fulfilled me. Like, gotcha. and maybe it's the stage. Like I, I have always pictured myself as a mom being like a soccer mom, like being the taxi driver mom, being the really busy kids and activities kind of mom. Yeah. And I haven't hit that stage yet. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe that's when I'll feel like this is so fun. We'll have like systems. I'll be packing lunches, like yeah. things like that. But right now it's kind of like, I just sit at home with them all day. Like yeah. Jonas goes to preschool three times a week. But other than that, I'm just at home with them and I got to like keep them entertained and alive. And it's exhausting. I agree. I feel I, I have like a side project to help me feel fulfilled. It's a little something where I'm like, okay, I can see results. Yes. Yes. This shows me that I have accomplished something. I feel appreciated. I feel like I'm working towards something. I'm collaborating. Not that I'm not doing that in my role as a mother, but I feel like... I can, I have metrics to like measure that work within a project versus at home. It just has to happen. 
Yeah. It's not like you get a gold star or a thumbs up. Nixon sometimes will like pat my cheeks and be like, you're the best mom in the world and I love you. And I live for those moments. <laughs> but there are a lot of moments in between that just feel like it's an eternity of, of just cleaning up the living room floor again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, I think... I think in heaven, they're going to be like, good job. You cleaned the living room <laughs> 700 times. I remember. The metrics will be there. Who was, who was it? We were at your townhouse in Spanish Fork. Uh-huh. And I remember we were, it was family. It was like a cousin was like, I feel like you've cleaned these stories up like 17 I times. I think it was Ashlyn. I think Was Ashlyn? it Ashlyn? Maybe. I, I feel, because I was like, Yeah. That's what I, I, do. I do it every day. You just and like I'm gonna wake so up tomorrow and do it again. And then you would like clean it up. And yeah. he, he was too little, like clean up after himself at that yeah. point. Yep. And now it's happening all over again with Ruby. Like yeah. she helps put, she like puts books back up on the shelf. The thing is, that's like some people are fine with toys on the ground. I'm not. I'm not either. I pick up toys, all day, all day. Yeah. I help make beds, all day. But you know what? Everyone's experiences are gonna be different. Yeah. Yes. And, like that's what. I also choose to be to there to do that. Like, I choose to pick up those toys. That's that's a choice. If I wanted to be somewhere else, I could. And they're yeah, yeah. I wish them up. I wish more people had told me your experience will be your own, your own. Yep. And it's gonna be so. What you buckle make it. up because guess what? <laughs> no one has a clue how it's gonna go. Ex- exactly. It's true. You might so don't actually make plans. You might thrive. You might feel like you've never been more yourself, and you might have a really hard time. Like you just—I had a full-on identity crisis when I first became a mother. Like I felt so lost. It's hard. It is hard. And now I'm fine. Now I'm. But some people hold that baby for the first time. They're like, "This is what. This is my calling. Like this is what. Like we have a cousin." who's married to an awesome woman and they're having their seventh baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And when she posted about it, she was like having kids is, is my, is my calling yeah. in life. And I was like, oh. and you're so dang good at it. They're great parents. They make beautiful children. Yeah. They're so cool. They're so cool. They're so like, cool. And so, yeah. And that's awesome. And that's what I think I life is all be- about. Yeah. It's just like because having that- your own individual experience and not yes. worrying about what everyone else is doing or saying. I love that journey for them. <coughs> because if you were to be like, I believe that we should have seven children, we would have to have a, we'd just have to talk about that. <laughs> I don't think I'm signing on for that. that yeah. Everyone's no. experience is their own. Yeah. Um, what else do we have on here? Uh, along with everyone's experiences, their own timelines are just a bunch of BS. It's just a bunch of baloney. Timelines are make believe. Make believe. Stop oh. trying to fit in this like, I'm gonna grow up and then I'm gonna go to college and then I'm gonna get married and then I'm gonna have bait. Like, yeah, it's not a real thing. Nope. Just and be okay with it. It's good to have a plan, but like. Or like an idea of what you want to do. I I think it's good to have goals and to work towards those goals. But I would never be like, okay, by 25, I would like to have this and this. I don't. I definitely didn't think I was going to get married until I was 25. That was like my goal number of like, I want to get married when I'm 25. Because that's when mom got married. I was like, I was like, I'm going to be a career woman in the city. I don't (laughs) be married until I'm 30. And now I'm 30 and I live on a farm and I have two children. 
Yeah. I don't, don't make plans or do, I guess do, but like just expect them to get shattered and don't look at Sally and what she's doing and get worried about what you're doing. Like, no, just embrace your farm. Yeah. Just. Cause you also don't know the full story. Like Sally might have what appears to be a beautiful family and a beautiful home and a beautiful car and all these yeah. vacations, but like she could be really struggling their marriage could be falling apart. They could be do in a you, whole lot of debt. Like you just, there's you just so many things know. you don't know. For sure. So I was thinking about this recently. Christmas cards are like just the ultimate like braggy moment, right? Like you, you do your Christmas card and you're like, here are all the great things that are happening in our family. And like, I feel like social media is just that. Like it's constant like braggy moments. So my mom wanted our Christmas cards to look so good. Yes. Yeah, so she could write about how great we were. Um, but you, I like you, Christmas cards, you best though. believe she wasn't, when I was having my troublesome year, she was like, Jen's really giving us trouble. <laughs> please pray for, please pray for Jenny. No. Like she would highlight all of our positive things. Yeah. And that was that. So like, you can't look at other people and be like, oh, look at their Christmas card. They're so great. They appear great. It appears wonderful. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's just a Christmas card. There's just a filter on it. Those are just matching flannels. That's all. That's all it is. <laughs> on bales of hay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really comparison. Just yeah, you can't. What's that? What's the cliche? Don't compare yourself to someone's highlight reel. Yeah, don't. Don't compare no. your worst day to someone's best day. Even your regular days. Don't yeah. comp- like that's. You just it's their Christmas card. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Comparison is an act of violence against the self. A thief of joy. Little burglar. A little happiness bandit. Yeah. Don't let that bandit in your house. Yeah. So specifically on timelines. Like if you. Oh yeah. Sorry. I don't know. This was really cool. Um, And I actually shared it to my Instagram stories today. Um, One of the leaders in our church shared that it was um, him and his wife's anniversary. And he quoted something his wife said about some of you are married, some of you are single, but all of you are living among the people of this world. And then it said, no matter your circumstance, be grateful, enjoy being alive, and please generously share your light with others. And I was like, yeah, like, I feel like when you are so attached to a timeline or so attached to like what you think your life is supposed to look like, you're not enjoying being alive. You're not able to shine your light on other people. And there's so many things you could do. I think you also limit yourself. Like if you if you were to be like, well, I'm not going to, um, I don't really want to buy a house until I'm married. Huh. Well, go get your house. How cool would it be to own a house as a single woman? Oh my gosh. The best. <laughs> the best. So fun. Um, Adult money with no children. Or like, I don't want to travel. Just oh kidding. my gosh. I don't want to travel <laughs> until. We are so thankful for our lives. What? I said we are so thankful for our lives. Our lives are so great, but like. Maybe I should have bought a house on my own. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Don't put limits. Don't follow timelines. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. It ma- <laughs> timelines are make-believe. They don't, they're not even a real thing. Like, yeah. and listen to your heart when it's telling you it's okay. I just... Yeah, you always want what you can't have. You always think the grass is going to be greener, but like, yeah, 
just enjoy being alive. Heck yeah. You know who enjoys being alive? Jonas. Jonas. <laughs> Your dog. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dog did. He seriously does, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he reminds me to just enjoy it. Savor it, the moment. He every will little moment. Every little moment. He will do something so mediocre and he'll make you close your eyes what? before he like shows you like close your eyes, close your eyes. And like just makes it just so exciting. Like it, didn't he's you just a good get reminder him for a me. present and he, he like pulled the tissue paper out and was like, Wow, paper. It was his <laughs> for his third birthday, it was cars wrapping paper, and he was like so stoked about the wrapping paper. He like just, ripped it off and was holding you. it like <laughs> He's like, that's not the present. Yeah, the present is it. inside. Oh, so funny. And when he saw the presents wrapped under the tree the other day, he got so excited. And he I goes, love you. I love you. <laughs> he's just. He oozes like, yeah. He's my, he's Gratitude a good reminder for, for me. I need, I need that. Um, The next thing on the list is no one cares about you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, in a good no way. One no one cares me. about you. No one cares way. about me. I mean, the. the the thing is, oftentimes I will, I should say oftentimes, occasionally I will suppress a generous thought because I'm worried. I Like, I don't want to be weird. I don't want to be creepy. I don't want to be overbearing or like too much, like, yeah. over, you know, overeager. So I'll be like, no, I, I, nah, I'm going to leave it be. No one actually cares about me. Like no one, no one cares. cares. No one cares if no. you come bring cookies. No one cares if you drop off a soda. They're going to, they, yeah, no yeah. one cares. No one cares. No one cares about you in that way. They're going to be like thankful. They're going to care about me in a good, happy way. <laughs> yeah. They're, if they, they're not going to think it's like too much. No. I guess is what I'm saying. A nice thought is not yeah. too much. And even, even with something silly, like, I remember the first time I like went in public wearing like a bold lip color. It was like right after I started <gasps> yeah. my business and I thought everyone was looking at me. No one cares. No one cares. No one, uh, no one yeah, knew that mom, that was my first time. Uh, I remember I had a particularly terrible zit or something was going on. And mom was like, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Everyone's worried about themselves. It's so true. And I was like, hold up. What? I'm the center of the universe is what I thought. Uh, <laughs> everyone's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> no. She was like, everyone's worried about their own stuff. Okay. They're too... They're too busy being worried about their own zits to care about yours. And I was like, well, okay. So now I try to defer to that when I'm like, oh, shoot. People are really worried about themselves. It's so true. And he just, I don't know. I don't think I've ever looked at someyone doing or saying something nice and been like, wow, obnoxious. <laughs> and if I did true. find that thought that's creeping a personal in my head, issue. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone who feels yeah. that way, that's their issue. For sure. Like today I was leaving Walmart and the same lady was standing there at the door as like when I left. So I said, thanks so much. Have a good night. And she just like smiled and was like, thank you. And I was like, no it one else said thank is. you. Yeah. I said thank yeah. you. Like, yeah. I don't know. I talk to kids all day. I just wanted to talk to an adult for a second. But, like, you just never know. Like, it just, she didn't care. She's not going to be like, yeah. that weird girl who said thank you today. Like, <laughs> she talked right to me. How dare she? <laughs> no. Yeah. You just, no one cares. No one cares about you as much as they care about themselves. <laughs> Everyone's too, everyone worried, worries about themselves. 
They're too worried about themselves to worry about you. It's so true. Um, do we have anything else on the list? Oh, the last thing on the list is how expensive things are. Oh my gosh. No one tells you how expensive rugs are? Decorative pillows? Do you want to know what's like disgustingly expensive? Live plants? (gasps) So expensive. If you want like a good looking plant? So expensive. And that is scary because I know it's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the fake ones are also expensive. I got so nervous because we got trees for our backyard this year. And then someone was telling me that their tree died after like three years. I was like, three years you took care of it and it just died? <laughs> That's very rude. We don't even know if these ones are going to make it. That's she art. was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> we bought three fruit trees in Arizona. <laughs> dug them, dug a hole for them in the boiling heat. And all of them died. They just crisped. They just. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're going to have fresh lemons. No, we're not. Nope. Nope. Those suckers withered away. And then uh, we were trying to sell our house. I was like, we have fruit trees, kind of. <laughs> they were here. <laughs> we have fruit trunks. <laughs> Enjoy the someone to make it grow. <laughs> um, what else? Decorative pillows is one that I really struggle with because I want yeah. nice pillows for our couch. And it's been two years and I still haven't purchased nice pillows for our couch. Uh, yeah, decor is all expensive. And then there's like the medical side of things. Like <sighs> your kid gets hurt. That's expensive. Nixon is on a prescription. That's expensive. And I'm like, we just do this every month forever till we die. Like, it's just, it's just. Until he turns 26. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) So, yeah. Gas. I hated buying gas. I still hate buying gas. You know what, though? Gas prices are way lower than they used to be. Way lower. But. Something my time hop popped up and was like. $2.99 a gallon. And I was like. Super fair. Because (laughs) I do remember when it was like. Nearly $5 a gallon. Yeah, it got wild for a while. Some people think it's going to get high again. Some yeah, people well, blame the Democrats for that. The <laughs> Democrats want us to pay more money for the gases. Oh, no. Who knows? I don't even know what causes gas trends. <sighs> okay. Sorry, I yawned. <laughs> wow. Well, this is exciting. No one told you how tired you'd be and that you'd want to take back all the naps that you didn't take as a youth. I actually took a lot of naps as a youth because I had undiagnosed <laughs> Judge's body was shutting down. No, that used to be my routine. I would, like, come home from school, have a nap, go to Good Sense. Yeah. It was a sub yes. shop that we worked at. We worked at a sub shop. I even remember on the weekends, if I wasn't working, I'd be like, okay, I'll just like take a nap and then I'll hang out with my friends at like eight o'clock. I'd wake up and be like, Hey guys, what's the plan? I think I've always enjoyed napping, but college was the same way. I'd like fall asleep and then wake up in the evening. (gasps) No one told me you could skip classes in college and there'd be no repercussions except you'd fail your class. Well, I skipped a lot of classes and didn't, I didn't fail all of them, but like, yeah, some of them. I will never forget the first time I skipped a class. Really? I, yeah, in college. Oh, like, it. I used to sleep through Because I was such often. a good student. You were a good student. I was such a good student. And it was, it was a religion class. And it was oh, at 8 a.m. Oh. And it was just so early. And I remember just one Did day, you, like, sleep through it on accident? No, on purpose. purpose. Yeah, I really was like, I'm not going to go today. And then I just didn't. And, like... Then you felt guilt. They didn't take attendance, so it was, like, I just had to, like, catch up. You, like, didn't call in to say, like, you didn't have your parents call in and say, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. That's... So, um, I took a 
color theory. It was like one of my theory classes anyway. And it, attendance wasn't required. And I was like, cool. Then I'm just going to study on my own and I'll like be there for the tests. And she must have changed the syllabus. She like changed the schedule. And I went to class and I missed a test. I missed it. I got a zero oh, no. on it. It was the worst. She like handed it back. I don't know. I like went expecting to take it. And they were like, no, that was like last week. And then I did not pass that class. I never failed a class. Well, I did. I got a C. I don't think I even retook that class. I was just like, see and never. I was sad. <laughs> I think I called dad. I was like, I missed a test today. I My very first test I ever took in college in the testing, test, center. testing center where you walk out and then you see your score on the screen. Yep. 36%. What? <laughs> what were you doing? I... I Did you never, fill the Scantron in from No, no. I never learned how to study in high school. Like, high school was really easy for me what because the teachers taught you everything. The teachers taught you. So I had gone to every class. And it was bio. Or no, it was physical science 100. So you anticipated that everything they talked about would be everything be that was covered. But yeah. no, there was like chapters of reading that I didn't do and like yeah. all kinds of crazy That's stuff. That's fair. And I, I like rarely tried my opened best. my textbooks. I will never forget <laughs> seeing that number being Ooh. like, what do you do? Dude? It was by far the worst one on that screen. And I just like turned around and you're like, well, get some fudge. Oh, it was so bad. I probably Shoot. went eight in the Canon Center. But you know what? I passed the class in the that end. That is 36% better than I got on that test I missed. <laughs> <laughs> you're so oh. smart. But you know what? If you got 100% on a math test, mm-hmm. you would get a free t-shirt. And I got a free t-shirt one time. Oh so I got 100% gosh. on my math test. It was like the coolest thing. I was like, a free t-shirt? Sweet. Was it like, I'm unbelievable. You like had it. different choices. You could go pick out. You like would go to the math center and pick out a shirt. Like you'd take your test. Wow. But the you know why I got 100% on that one? Is because, so I graduated high school early. I did half my senior year. And then I came straight to college in January. And when I got to BYU, I took calculus one Mm -hmm. or calculus two or whatever it was. Spooky. And in my senior year, I did calculus A, B or something. I don't know. Anyway, the first. Yes, A, P. No, it was like A, B and then the second semester was like B, C or something. But. What does it mean? Basically, the first quarter. Before Christ and after Christ. Exactly. (laughs) After birth. um, The first quarter here at BYU was what I had learned my senior year already. Like, I'd already learned all of that. You're like, I invented calculus. So I was like, I know all this. It's so easy. And then my score, like, slowly declined as time went on. And I ended up getting, like, an A- (laughs) in that class. But that's hilarious. Because I was like, I already know all this. Oh, it was so great. I loved math. I really did. I don't love math. Jonas tried to tell me today. He was like, what's 3 plus 5 plus 3? And I was like, it's 11. And he was like... No, it's not. And I was like, trust me, it's 11. Three plus, three plus five is eight. Plus three is 11. 
He got so mad at me. And I was like, listen, I am really good at math. And he was like, no, you're not. I was like, I'm excellent at math, Jonas. Like, and I used to be a teacher. And I, I was like, a, I have a t-shirt to prove it. I was telling him like, you know, your cousin Nixon, he's in first grade. I used to teach that before you were born. And he was like, he's, I don't think he understood it quite yet, but he will one day. Nixon, I'm going to keep telling him every day I'm really good at math. I'm really good at math. I am. You are good at math. Nixon brought home a, like just a math sheet. He got 10 out of 10. But, like, some of it was kind of tricky. Like, Good for him. Some of the questions were, I was like, boy, okay, okay. I mean, I'd be fine, but it, like, made me sweat a little bit because <laughs> it's math questions on the paper. Okay, well, this has been a long episode. If there are things that no one told you that you want to add to this episode, comment with them on IG. Or leave us a review and talk about it. Tell us. Maybe it's no one told you that working out could be so fun when you stopped worrying about all the silly stuff. All the silly stuff like what? I don't know. I used to think like you could only get on the elliptical and you had to be on it for an hour and I was so miserable. And now I love going to the gym. It is a good time. Yeah. What did no one tell you? Tell us. Tell us what they didn't tell you. On Instagram or in the reviews. We only have 14 reviews, so try to get us to 20 this week. <laughs> that would be six. That's math. <laughs> we need six of you. Okay. Love you. Love Bye. you. Thank you. Bye.